Welcome to today's video. I'm very excited for this video and this kind of setup now because every Thursday I'm going to be giving you and coming to you with a case study. Now I think these are going to be extremely helpful for you as they were for me to actually understand, right? If there's somebody here who I'm talking about who is similar to you or anybody you know, you're going to be able to use some of what I tell this person to do to actually help yourself, right? I'm going to give you everything I'm going to tell this person so that you can use that at home, or maybe if you're just interested, you can listen along to this in case you know somebody who it affects and they sound like this. Right, so without further ado, let's get into this. So, today, I'm gonna to be talking about John. Now, John is a 32-year-old bricklayer. Okay, so he lays bricks for a living. He claims that he injured his back picking up a toy that his child had left on the ground somewhere in his house. Since then, work has been agony and he has to take pain medication to make it through the day. He has to get other men to lift the bags of like cement and heavy stuff for him, but he's determined to keep working to provide for his family, which requires him still, you know, lifting some bricks and lifting maybe some heavy things here and there. By the end of the day, He's worse than when he woke up. So you can see that his career isn't really helping his low back situation, you know, at all. But there are methods and ways that we can actually make his work a positive for him, make his work a therapy for him to actually help him strengthen his back. He typically eats a sausage roll from Greg's for breakfast and sandwiches and crisps for lunch. For dinner, he typically eats whatever his wife is making, which generally is something that the kids want, like chips and frozen, like ch frozen chicken or, or things like that. Pasta and pesto, you know, uh, maybe pizza, chicken drumsticks, things like that. Through submitted pictures, his posture represents that of a tucked tail, right? So his bum's kind of tucked under and a rounded upper back. So his back's kyphotic, it's rounded forward on a plumb line. So a plumb line is like a dropped line that you can see and, and measure um, people's posture on. From a side on view, from a lateral view, his hips are pushed forward. So it's almost like he has a sway back, almost like a bow, okay? So there's a few things here that we wanna focus on and pick up on, right? So the first thing is a bricklayer and he has to pick things up. Second thing is the way that he hurt, claims that he injured his spine, his back. It's very, very uh, similar to many other stories that I hear, right? Maybe it was picking up a pencil or sitting into a, like a menial task, something super simple that you've been able to do every single day and not have any problems. And then one day it kind of just, your back just goes and then it seems to be bad from then on. That points me towards the assumption that he has a disc bulge because if his lifting mechanics are wrong, over the years that he's been a bricklayer lifting up heavy stuff and he's been lifting up wrong, he's been eking out that disc to the back of, of the, the disc, right? Eking the disc out the back for a while now and just lifting, uh, bending over to pick up a piece of paper or a pen or his child's toy is enough to actually break the camel's back, right? It's the straw that breaks the camel's back and so, we're gonna move on from the assumption that he actually does have a disc bulge. And there are things we can do to combat that and fix that. His nutrition. Now, his nutrition needs a lot of focus on. 
he eats a lot of flour, he eats a lot of gluten, he doesn't pay attention to uh, meal proportions, he doesn't really pay attention to when he's eating. So what we need to focus on, there's a lot inside of nutrition, okay? His posture, we've briefly discussed it, but his tuck tail, there are things, and there are things in stretches that we need to do to actually equal out this tension uh, relationship that we have here inside of his body. So we're gonna follow through my three pillar system that I use with my clients to actually identify what we're gonna do with this fella. But following my three pillar system, first pillar, we're gonna look at his movement and nutrition, doctor movement and doctor diet. These are two things that, te that are taught by pull check, okay? First thing I'm going to get him to do is understand how to move properly, right? Because then as soon as he go back, goes back to work, he can actually begin to use it as a therapy and something that strengthens his back. And so what we really need to focus on here is actually identifying between hip flexion and lumbar flexion. And so when he actually go bends to pick stuff up from the ground, he doesn't bend at his lower back, he actually bends at his hip and he uses that so that he doesn't continue to eke out that disc to the back and make his protrusions and his herniations worse effectively. Because if he keeps to do that, nothing that we do is gonna be able to help him. And that's the first thing that we need to focus on, actually moving more effectively and teaching him proper movement patterns. The second thing is I'm actually gonna stretch some tight muscles here to improve his posture. So, he's going to need to stretch his neck extensors. So the muscles here, the suboccipitals, because what these muscles do, if they get tight, they move the head forward. And so if you have rounded shoulders and you have that forward head posture, these muscles typically are tight. So we're gonna stretch these out. We're also gonna stretch out the pec minors, these two muscles here. What these do is they contribute to a forward, uh, forward shoulder, right? That, that rounded kyphotic posture. We're also gonna stretch out his glutes and his hamstrings. Okay, now we don't usually do this, but because he has a sway back posture, his glutes and his hamstrings are likely very tight. So we're gonna stretch those out to try and pull him back into alignment instead of that uh, bow that we're looking at. And if there's no pain inside of this stretch that I'm about to mention, we're going to get him to lie over a Swiss ball, right? Backwards, we're gonna get him to lie over a Swiss ball and that's gonna stretch, stretch his abdominals and his mid back. And we need to do that to, again, just kind of equal out his posture. Thirdly, right now we're gonna focus on doctor diet, nutrition. We're gonna get him to replace his morning pastry with something more whole, where we're gonna try and get him away from gluten, which is inf inflaming his gut, which is inhibiting his abdominals, which is contributing to his back pain, right? It gets very complicated, but we're gonna get him off of the gluten because it's inflammatory. We're gonna get him to start eating things for breakfast, maybe like an omelet, maybe, maybe some gluten-free oats. We're gonna get him to replace his lunch with something more whole, like maybe chili or rice and beans, something that's good for you, right? Not crisps and, and sandwiches. For dinner, we're really gonna recommend him that he use, or his wife use, you know, a whole food alternative for things that can have such a thing, right? So like chips and frozen, you can go for, you can make homemade chips or wedges with potatoes and you can just buy some fresh chicken, right? That's very simple fix, 
but the benefits that it's actually going to have on his health and his ability to heal his low back pain, not to mention the health of his wife and his kids, is going to be, you know, night and day. It's going to be massive. We're also going to make sure that they focus on actually properly proportioning meals so that they don't get just a massive fix of carbohydrates like with pasta and pesto, things like that. They don't get a massive hit of carbohydrates, but maybe they drizzles, drizzle sorry, some olive oil over the top and add some chicken or maybe some beef, you know, or maybe things like that that equal out the meals and make sure that he gets to eat some veg with all the meals as well because veg is very important for you know anti-inflammatory properties and actually being able to heal his back decreasing that physiological load pillar two tells us to look at his doctor quiet and doctor happiness again both of these are taught by paul check he's much much too burned out and he's not going to be able to actually heal his back because he's too much you know, inflamed, he's got too much physiological load here. So the first thing that we need to do is sort out his sleeping pattern because this is the biggest impact that we can have on our physiological load, okay? So we need to get his head hitting the pillow by about 10 p.m. and sleep by latest 10.30 p.m. This is gonna be difficult for a man such as this, right, in, in quite a physical job, men who t typically take on these kind of occupations are generally more a type they go they're re ready to rock out and they like to go to bed late right <laughs> but we need to get him to bed by 10 to 10 30 because he's at work all day right and physical and mental rejuvenation happens at certain points at night and we need to make sure that we get all of those hours right so 10 till 6 that would be good to sort out his circadian rhythm like that. We can start practicing zone exercises. Now these are exercises which are just done to the tempo of breath. So you you so you move with the breath, right? And you time it with the breath. So you can effectively do this on a full stomach and you don't get any indigestion. It's that kind of calm. McKenzie push-ups for this guy is gonna be a good recommendation for him to try and eke back in that disc herniation, that disc slip, and we can try and get that back into normal kind of equilibrium there. As well as breathing squats, if he can handle it, because if it's painful, we don't want him to do it, but if he can handle breathing squats, we're gonna get him to do that. And we may get him to do that for five minutes a piece, so that's 10 minutes a day. We may get him to do that for 10 minutes a piece, which is 20 minutes a day. We'd get him to, uh, gradually build up, but we want to get into a decent amount of time here, minimum 10 minutes. In terms of doctor happiness, right, his family makes him happy. So he needs to spend conscious quality time with them. So things like turning off his phone, giving all of his attention, right, not worrying about the work or, or anything like that. Examples like that. Maybe he can work it into his day if he's a busy fella. He can maybe have breakfast with his kids, right? And, and not worry about anything else, but just fully focus and be in the moment with his kids at that point in time, which would have the plus benefit of maybe him advocating a more healthy breakfast instead of reaching for Cocoa Pops or Cheerios. Maybe he can try and get them to start eating a more healthy, nutritious breakfast. Another example may be that when you know there may be a day in the week, maybe he has Saturdays and Sundays off, maybe he takes Sunday 
with the kids and with the family and actually goes out for the day and tries something new and exciting every single week. Right, maybe it's going out into the nature, going for a walk, maybe it's going to swim in a, in a local lake, some, some, something that's fun and exciting, that's really good at bonding the family so you can enjoy that and feel, feel that sense of happiness. On the topic of happiness, his family make him happy, which is good, but he needs to find something that he can do on his own that makes him happy, right? Whether that's reading books, maybe that's something creative like painting or making pottery or playing, learning to play an instrument, music, singing, something that he can do on his own that makes him happy. And then he can kind of mix and match the two every single day to create that internal sense of joy and decrease the physiological load, which is what we're going for here. That's Dr. Happiness. The third pillar, we need to look at his environments. Now the internal and external environments Internal-wise, he doesn't make good food choices, okay? His lifting mechanics are not good and he's not making time for himself. So what do we do here? We need to begin to habitualize the things that we can habitualize. So things like making good food choices. We can make that a habit to just reach for the good food, buy the good food. We can habitualize good movement patterns, good lifting mechanics, so that when he's at work, he doesn't need to constantly think about how he's moving, he just moves well, you know, day to day, so we can focus on habitualizing that. And we can also create routines and rituals around family time, quality time, actually making time for his family, making time for himself, we can create that into a ritual so that no matter what happens in the week, that time is sacred, so that he has to do it. That's his internal environment. His external environment, you know, finding someone who knows the way for him and can, you know, tell him the next steps. He's got that one sorted because he has me. So if you're watching this and you're wondering what to do for your external environment, which if you don't know is actually getting somebody who knows exactly what you need to do next. Because without that, you're gonna stay stuck in the same place or you're gonna make the wrong decisions or you're not gonna know where to go, right? So for John here, he has me for you. You need to figure that out for yourself, unfortunately. I can't help you with that. Maybe you can comment down in the comments and, and ask me for some help or ask me who do I know who could be able to help you or resources that will be able to help you. But yeah, so that's what I would do for John. So I hope that that was helpful for you. If that was helpful, please comment down below on anything that you've kind of realized or maybe a light bulb moment of something. Maybe this is you, maybe you are John right and, and you want to go through this and see how it works let me know how it works for you all right this is what i would do for john so i hope that you know you have a good day today okay you have a fantastic day because i am alex with the athlete revolution how to fix your low back pain have a good day